I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, bye fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with the one and only Joseph Parker. Joseph, it's great to see you on my screen right now. Uh, you've become something of like a social media uh, slash TikTok slash, uh, I don't even know, like creating the, most, the best videos. Like how did that come? First and foremost, how are you and how did that come about? Oh yeah, um, firstly, good to see you. Um, I'm good, you know, I, I haven't, uh, since the lockdown here in New Zealand, I haven't left the house. Uh-huh. So I'm really fortunate and blessed to have uh, a good friend who helps with the groceries and also my sister and her husband. And the family's good. You know, this is the first time I actually got to spend uh, quality time with my family without leaving the house. Um, but then, you know, in the beginning of the lockdown, when people started worrying and getting, um, I mean, when the lockdown started, a lot of people took it well and a lot of people didn't take it well. You know, a lot of people want to be out there and catch up with their friends and have coffee and restaurants. So we thought to ourselves, um, Myself and my good friend who drops off the groceries, his name is Kerry Russell. And he, I call him the magic man because he comes up with the ideas, he does all the filming, and then he does all the editing. And all he does is make me look good. <laughs> so the, uh, the, the, yeah, the idea behind it was to lift spirits, uh, spread some positivity. And it was fun for us. Like, this is how I, I usually am. And I don't really show up before a fight because... Imagine leading to a fight the week of the fight and you start doing all the silly stuff. People won't take you seriously and think that you're mucking around. But um, this is a chance just to be myself and have fun. And uh, it's good to see the reaction. Everyone's loving it. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it because we often don't get to see that side of a fighter, right? Yeah. We see like you guys right up before a fight, you're in a different zone, different mentality. So it's actually been quite enjoyable to see your playful side, see your uh, sarcasm, just just overall like good personality. Um, what other ones do you have in the works? What what do you uh? What should we expect? At the moment, at the moment, um, nothing. Uh, the thing <laughs> is, when he comes to the grocery, um, and he or he texts me or calls me, hey, I got an idea. Do you want to do this? I said, listen, you tell me what to do, and I'll do it. And uh, so I think it's a good way of showing um how fun we, how we can have fun here at home. 
but also I know there's a lot of other fighters out there who also have um, tried, you know, did some dancing ones and some singing ones, and they're actually coming out of their shower too and, and showing their personality and showing how they, they, they can have fun because it's a, it's a different, you know, we can't really do this, I said, leading into a fight, but this is a chance to um, just to be yourself. Yeah, imagine doing one with like your next opponent. You should make it like a thing. I should. I mean, listen, if we, if we, if you and I start something, I mean, who's my next opponent? I'm not sure <laughs> yet, but listen, we could do some dance battle and then have a fight battle. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> How long does it generally take to do one of those videos? Because it looks like a lot of time goes into editing. The editing part, I'm not, he, you know, he's very fast. Like, yeah. the, the last one we did, the time war, we filmed it and then he edited it straight away, like on the spot, you know, and it took him like 10, 15 wow. minutes. So he's oh very, God. he's, he's like, I, that's why I call him the magic man, because first he the ideas, then the filming and capturing the different angles that you need and then editing it all together. Yeah. So I couldn't, that's what I couldn't have done it without everyone else. Like the, the Gypsy King, you know, yeah. there's, uh, there's um, Eddie, mm -hmm. you know, and then there's also um, some New Zealanders in there. Michael Buffer, mm -hmm. he was probably, he's my favorite, you know, at the, uh, every time I text him, he's always keen to have fun and enjoy himself <laughs> and, you know, sp spread positive vibes. So he, he, yeah. he's the best. Yeah, that would, that's really cool. I mean, I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. I think it was the first one I saw was Greece. Was that the first one you did? The first one I did was the Love Actually. Um, you know, just okay, the dancing, I like the, seen the, that one yet. That I, I, the first one I saw was Greece, and I've seen everyone after that. Okay, there's I think love actually. Then there's one uh, Buttercup, build me up Buttercup, where Fury's in it as well, yeah, yeah. Michael Buffer, and then uh, the, the, the one of my neighbor. You know, showing that we can still be, um, you know, help each other out from a distance. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, then, yeah, then all the other ones that you've seen. Well, obviously we're in some. Uh, pretty challenging times at the moment. How are you sort of keeping yourself, not just physically busy, obviously we know you're working on the videos, but also mentally busy uh, to sort yeah. of keep from breaking down. Cause it's so easy to like, I feel like that's the easy route right now is to kind of break down mentally because there's just really no saying in when this is going to change. I think uh, like you said, no one can help. Like no one can put a time when this is going to finish. Uh, so the, the way that I keep mentally and physically in shape, obviously I train every day, um, but that with the training every day, that helps keep me uh, mentally sane as well. You know, so um, you know I'm good. I got I got three kids, three beautiful daughters. I got my my missus, but she gives me time, like three hours a day, just to do whatever I need to do in the gym, mm -hmm. uh, running on the bike, weights, so whatever it is. Gym. I I have a little I have a good setup here that I I think. Oh, uh, good. Very yeah. well. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, like a lot of people don't like even have any any ability to work out. So that's why I was wondering, like, if you had some other avenue. Yeah. yeah. Over the years, I've, you know, I've got a treadmill and a bike and kettlebells and sandballs and weights and chin up bar. So I think I have no excuse. And I've got a big mirror to do shadow boxing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have I don't have the punchy bag or someone hold pads, but I have a big mirror just to see, you know. Yeah. Uh, right is now. Is good? Is it not good? <laughs> Right now, with uh, parents having their children home 24-7, uh, it seems like they're kind of driving them up the walls. How are you handling having your girls at home all day? You and the miss, oh, like, how are, you, how are you doing it? No, we're good. I'm lucky my kids haven't, <laughs> uh, they're, they're not at school. So I, I'm very young, like three years old, one years old, and 11 months. Oh, okay. So oh, oh, my God, you got a, a three little ones. Three little ones, yeah. Three. Oh, okay. Just, just, you know, so, 
the three-year-old and the one-year-old running around pretty crazy. And then the uh, 11 month is, um, you know, she's just, you know, having to hold her here and put her here. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, then I take that. The funny, the funny thing about that last clip, the time warp, was uh, we put them in the bed early. I think uh, for us, eight, 8 o'clock or 8.30 uh -huh. was quite early for us. And then we came out to do the filming at nighttime, but then it all slowly woke up one by one. And then we had to bring them to the sitting room and they were watching us in the backyard doing all they must have been thinking, oh, look at our look at our parents. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I wonder what they were thinking. They're like, why are they dancing like they're that? <laughs> my time dancing. That's also fun though. That's gotta be fun for them to see you guys, you know, doing that together. Um yeah. uh, if we if we can go right into boxing, I know there's been some some talks about Junior Fa pricing himself out. Uh, you yeah. also got someone mm -hmm. else, uh, Frank Sanchez, who the Cuban, who is yeah. interested in fighting you as well. Tell me a bit about what the process has been like with Junior Fa. And um, I know that I was reading that he was asking for significantly more than what you would have been paid for to, to take the fight. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the negotiations were in, um, they were negotiating or they were talking about having a fight first. The, uh, you know, my contract with Metroom as promoters and then David Higgins, part of my management team. And then, um, uh, there's Kevin. So I think everyone has to, um, agree that it was a good fight firstly. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I think my stand, where I stand is that I just tell the team, Hey, give me the fights that's going to get me closer to fighting for a world title. So all I'm doing and is training hard and keeping in shape. I sort of rely on the team to do their job to give me the best fight or the right fight at the right time. Um, so so there's, that fight was, they were talking about numbers and talking about how it's going to happen. They were asking for a lot of money. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, a lot more than what I was willing to fight for. So, right. um, and then the Sanchez, I see he's been calling me out. So if he wants to, he gets, you know, if it's the right fight and our team want it, I'll take him. I mean, he was basically saying it was no disrespect, but like he was he feels like he would win every single round against you. Would you like to respond? That's what I mean. Everyone, no, listen, if that's his opinion, that's good. You know, that's, uh, it shows his confidence. Yeah. And he's been doing quite good. He's been doing pretty well. You know, uh, I've seen some of his fights. And he's, uh, he's, uh, he's a good fighter. Uh -huh. um, you know, so if he, you know, if he really thinks he's, he can win every round, then, you know, let's do it. <laughs> if that's the right fight, and if, if that's the fight that the team wants, then let's do it. Um, I found it interesting. Dillian White recently was uh, mentioning you. Did you did you read about what he said about you? Yeah, he bullied me and smashed me around and. Yeah, can I read to you? Can I read to you? Because I want to know what your thoughts are on this. I want to know what you think of his quotes. Uh, obviously, yeah, yeah. you guys have fought. You guys put on a good fight against each other. Um, he said, reading strictly from what Sky Sports quoted him saying, um, he said that. Parker would be beaten up again um, and that he's wanting you to fight somebody credible instead of prancing around his kitchen. He said, instead <laughs> of prancing around his kitchen, he should go and fight someone credible like Derek Chisora or Oscar Rivas. I tried to fight Joseph Parker before we even fought when he was a champion and he didn't want to fight me, but he knows that fighting me now, I'll, he'll get a big payday. I fight Joseph Parker again. I will knock him out. I went into the fight with a broken hand and a broken rib, and I still destroyed him. Joseph Parker has had a lot of good opportunities, and he's wasted them. Simple as that. He had an opportunity to beat Anthony Joshua. He fought like a coward in the fight. He had an opportunity to beat me. He done all right, but he talks a lot of crap, and I'm sick of these heavyweights. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, that's a lot. That's I never angry, realized that's it was still like it feels like there's like there's some sort of animosity there on his end yeah. towards you, and I'm like, I didn't realize that there was any. I don't think so. I mean, the 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 thing he's getting angry about is that me calling him out, and I'm calling out because I want to fight him. And isn't that a sign of respect that you want to fight someone? You know, he's beating me. Obviously, he's better on that day. I believe I can beat him, and I'm that's respect calling him out because I know that if we got into, you know, if we had the rematch, it'll be a great fight, mm-hmm. and a lot of people want to watch it again because the first fight was very um, entertaining. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'm not sure if he's angry or if he's trying to be funny or, <clears throat> but you know, you just gotta, you know, Dillian is always gonna be Dillian. Mm-hmm. It's such a respectful response. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I can't. I mean. I'm not really good at trash talking, anyways. And if I tried, I wouldn't. I wouldn't sound good. So it wasn't. You know, I don't. I don't know. I want to beat him up. Well, I don't. You know what do I say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so are you? Are you looking? Is is that like the fight you would want to make the most next? What is the fight you want, like really badly next, and realistically? Uh, realistically, uh, you know, I I wanted the Chisora fight. You know, I had that fight yeah. lined up, and I got sick, and I wanted to postpone it. But he went on and fought someone else, and then. I've been trying to fight him, and then you know, obviously, he made the fight with Usyk, and they were going to fight. So I've been calling out Dylan ever since, you know. And uh, I want to fight someone in the top five or ten in the world, right. but you know, it, it's quite hard to get a deal done with. You know, either they see me as a threat, or they want too much money, or they want to chase being a world champion. So a lot of things are, you know, stopping these well myself from being involved with the big fights. Mm-hmm. If you got the rematch with AJ. How do you feel, or what difference do you feel that you would make this time around? Uh, I'll be more confident in myself, uh, and I'll be more, you know, I, I'll, I'll know what to do better in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, you know, back then when I was fighting him, when fighting, you know, Dylan White, I had no excuses, right? I said that they won on the night, but I went into camp overweight. You know, I went into camp, the Joshua camp, 123 kgs, and I had to cut down to 107. So I'm spending the whole camp losing weight and getting in shape instead of actually focusing on skills, techniques, combinations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's what I've uh, been able to change uh, since last year, you know, mat- maturity, um, keeping in shape while at home and staying ready and staying prepared. Would you say a part of it too, um, had maybe there was something or maybe part of it could have been that it was a bit intimidating because you know, not a lot of people are used to fighting in front of 60, 70, 80,000 people. And basically, that's exactly what you did. You, you basically got thrown into uh, the lion's den in that aspect. Was that intimidating for you? Do you feel like that maybe played a factor in your performance? No, uh, I don't think the, the crowd did or, or how big the, um, you know, the people there. I don't think that played. I think the... Uh, the game plan was, I think I was focusing more on defense and trying not to get hit instead of doing more hitting. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, with boxing, the only way to win is to, to, to hit your opponent as much as you can or as hard as you can. And I guess I didn't do that that night. Mm-hmm. What would you say is, would you say that you have one one particular person that you would want to Avenger lost the most against. Would that was it safe to say that'd be AJ? Uh, it'll be uh, it'll be AJ for a different reason because he's still the champ and he's unified champ. And you know, to fight him and beat him will be good to be unified champion of the world. 
but the most the person I want to avenge the loss of the most is Dylan White because you know <laughs> I, I yeah because it was a good fight and like I said he won fair and square on that night but mm. I believe that I can beat him and that's that's the reason why I'm I'm confident in calling him out because I want some of that action and he said they know if, if anyone can get it so I want it right it's interesting because you 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 sort of owned the loss right um, I want to ask you about what you thought of Deontay Wilder not giving Tyson Fury the credit after he lost. Um, I was speaking to, I even spoke to David Hay about this. I often find that it doesn't matter how you lost or how you think you lost. It's, it seems like anytime you come out with any form of reasoning, uh, yeah. the fans don't take too well to it. And I mentioned to David, no. like the toe incident, like granted, your toe really was like an issue for you, but no one wants to hear that. What do you think of Deontay Wilder saying that he doesn't consider Tyson Fury, the current WBC champion, as they still have another fight? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Uh, I find it a bit, it's a little odd, um, you know, because obviously, you know, just everyone can see. Wilder was a champion. Fury beat him. Now Fury's a champion. So I think uh, credit where it's due. And, um, you know, we have a new champion, which is Tyson Fury. So Walter's a straight-up guy anyways. You know, he's quite straight up. And he's you know, he, he, he was a great champion. And then there is a third fight. But I think he, he should uh, maybe a little bit more respect to, to Fury, you know, because he is a champion now. Mm-hmm. Do you find that it can come off a certain way? Like when you when people do... Yeah, I think when people say, say that he was a better man on the night. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, you might say it in a way that you're not really, your intention wasn't the way that people are seeing it, but people take it differently. And so it's, I think it's just best, you know, after a fight or after a loss, just to accept it and move on because there's nothing much you can do about it. You can't change it. It's already happened. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dylan White fight, he says he had a broken hand and broken rib. I, listen, I, you get checked by the doctor before a fight. And if you're not feeling well, then you should tell the doctor. Mm-hmm. Now, I, um, for that fight, I flew from New Zealand to LA, LA to London, did the press conference, flew, you know, two days in London. I went to London, LA, LA, Vegas. I was messed up for three or four weeks in training camp. But mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I didn't tell anyone or complain. It was just part of the process and part of the you know, leading into the fight. And you go accept it. Mm-hmm. Who, of the three, because uh, the reason why I mentioned the three is because it seems like it's going to be those three that are going to end up fighting. It, obviously, we know we have the rematch between yeah. Tyson and Deontay. We have AJ versus Pulev next. But should, should it end up being the three that we're thinking, which is, you know, Joshua, Joshua uh, Tyson, Tyson, and Deontay, Florida. who reigns, in your opinion? Tyson Fury. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, uh, from what he's, you know, the display, you know, he can, 
box and move and he can avoid being hurt and then he can also stand there and fight and he can chase you down and that's what we saw i think a lot of people and i believe what he said before the fight you know i want to put him on the back foot and i want to chase him down and knock him out but you know because people haven't seen that side of him or people haven't seen him do that in a fight i know you guys are mates but uh, would you ever fight him I wanted to fight him um, just to test myself against the, the person who I think is the best in our era. Yeah. But I think he's uh, he doesn't see me as an opponent or he doesn't see me as one of those fights that he's going to have before he retires. So, Do you think yeah. he's really retiring in the next, like, three fights? I don't think so. <laughs> you know I, why? He told me, like, in one interview, he's like, I'm not retiring until, like, I'm 40. What else am I going to do with my life? And I'm like, and then the next time I interviewed him, he's like, I got three fights left. I'm like, Mm, no, <laughs> I don't believe. Yeah, yeah. We we just don't know. He's very um, he's unpredictable. Yeah, you know, he can say this and say that, but we just don't know what he actually has planned. So yeah, I know that there's a lot of backlash that can come with fighters trash talking. I wouldn't label you a trash talker at all. Like, if anything, you're no. very there's 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 two parties in this, right? There's the use, and then there's like. The Dillian Whites and Tyson Furies, where all they do is like trash talk. Do you find that it's good for the sport when people do trash talk, or do you actually find it to be like detrimental? Like it, it gives it a bad rap. I think boxing is a gentleman's sport, um, but I, I think with the trash talking and, and everything that goes on, it just attracts uh, attention. That's mm -hmm. entertainment for some of it's real, and I don't know if some of it might not be real, but. Oh, no, I think everyone, it makes the, you know, it makes the sport entertaining. And it's, it's uh, everyone is unique in how they approach a fight and how they handle it and how they, you know, what they say. Yeah, I personally like when tables are thrown and chairs are flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like, I've always, like, I've always been drawn to, uh, you know, like when Mike Tyson would always just trash talk. Like, I yeah. love that so much. and. Floyd Mayweather, trash type. I love it as well. I love it as well, but I, I can't just, I can't do it. Like, I, it's not in me. Um, a lot of people are doing a bit of crossovers at the moment. <clears throat> Some are considering MMA, UFC, uh, others WWE. Is there anything that you would like to sort of crossover into? Anything at all? Table tennis. What? <laughs> Uh, ping pong, table tennis. <laughs> <laughs> nah, listen, UFC is too dangerous for me. Um, kickboxing, I wouldn't do it. Probably, I don't know, I don't know golf. <laughs> something, something less physical. <laughs> I mean, you know, without any punches and kicks, something that you can, I mean, they, they still work very hard, but yeah. that's a, a lot of, it's just a, a mental game and also a thinking yeah. game. So I think I find a little, a little help mentally. Yeah. Well, you're look. You're thinking more so of a hobby. Probably a hobby, yeah. 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 So aside from boxing, there's no other sort of physical sport you would consider. <sighs> nah, not really. No, 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 not really. Nah. Fair enough. Boring. <laughs> um, who would you consider to be the best of our era, and that could be in any weight category? The best in our era. Ooh. I'm a fan of the heavyweight, so mm -hmm. it'll have to be a heavyweight. It'll be Fury. Mm -hmm. Fury and myself, very close. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you got to have that confidence, right? 
Yeah. Okay, so Tyson Fury. Yeah, yeah. What's I, a I fight? Fury. What's a dream fight for you? I know 2020 looks really terrible at the moment, um, but if we could get, as a fight fan yourself, like what fight would you like to see be made? Any yeah, I want to see uh, Fury and Joshua. That's uh, the fight I want to see. Um, like a little, you know, yeah. Okay. You want to see the one one person who's going to you know rule in division. Mm -hmm. that, that'll be the fight that I want to see. I think, and not only me, there's everyone else that wants to see that, that happen because you have two champions mm -hmm. and see who the ultimate champion is, the unified champion. So we know that Alexander Usyk is is uh, now mixing it up with you guys, potential opponent one day for you, uh, based on his first performance. What do you have to say? What do you think? I think it was a good welcoming fight for him in the heavyweight division. It wasn't his best performance. You know, we've seen a lot better from him in the in the cruiserweight division. You know, and he's he's a fighter with a lot of skill and a lot of technique and um, very yeah, very skilled fighter. And I, I think that was a good welcoming fight. So the real test is when he fights Shasora. How he's going to look, how he's going to do, and that'll be. I think everyone's eyes will be on him at that time. So who who do you see winning that fight? Because that is. It's an interesting matchup, isn't it? Very interesting. I, for me, I mean, Chisora is one of those fighters who's, it's like he's had this um, resurrection of his career. You know, he went from yeah. being the man, then sort of went down, now he's gone up again, and everyone, he's captured everyone's attention. Everyone's just, everyone, you know, in the UK loves him, they want to see him fight, and, you know, because he's just one of those fighters who just comes forward and, and takes it to everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I, I have to side off uh, Yusuf. Just because of the skill... You know, I'm not sure if, if he uh, just all able to catch him. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that Usyk? Because it looks like it looks like hopefully by 2021 we should have one champion, right? Lord willing. Um, do you think Usyk has the chance? Like, does he? Do you see him having the ability and the talent enough to beat the likes of like Tyson Fury or Anthony Joshua? I don't know. It's significantly smaller. Not to say that size has everything to do with it. We know that's not always the case. But do you think that he has what it takes to dethrone either one of them? Uh, that's a hard one for me to decide. I, I, mm -hmm. I don't know. Probably not. Mm -hmm. I, I Listen, I want to fight him. I think I can beat him. Mm -hmm. So just uh, it's interesting times because there's so many good fights that can be made. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's it, It's... It wasn't like this even just three years ago, so it's pretty great. Yeah, no, it's good. It's, it makes it it makes it a lot more exciting. I want to know, like, when I get asked this question, I don't always have the answer to it. I know it's terrible. I should, but I'm going to ask it to you and see what you have to say. Who is Joseph Parker? Who is Joseph Parker? Ooh. Right? Uh, it's a tough one. I'm always like... It's a... Uh, I'm known for being a fighter, boxer, but I think the person is uh, a good family man. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, a good family man who loves his parents and uh, a good father. Mm -hmm. That's... I think that's first and foremost. And then boxing and everything else comes yeah. after that. Tell us something that people don't really know about you. Like, is there yeah. a hobby, things that, I don't know, anything that we may not know about you aside from boxing? 
Um, I mean, what do I do? I, I love fishing. I, you know, my as a, as a young boy, my dad taught me how to take the boat out and go fishing. And um, probably at the age of 13, 14, I started taking people out myself mm-hmm. you know, on the boat and I could, you know, navigate and go, I know exactly where to go. Uh, what else? I like to eat raw fish straight out of the water, pick it up, bite the head and then, and then, and then eat it like that. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, one day I should show you. Like one of the little bones stuck in my, cause I, I try to eat, eat it like just as is, like slightly, yeah. slightly cooked, but um, it's hard to eat fish that way. Just catch it and then bite the head and then it stops and then. Are you serious? I'll send you a video the next time I have this. Okay. <laughs> serious, yeah. Wow. I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that. Yeah, okay, I'll show you. And then, you know, what else? That's pretty much it. And, uh, you know, young age my dad taught me how to fix cars and he taught me many things um and, and obviously in, and got me involved in boxing so um i'm very close to my family and i've learned a lot over the years and what else is there and i can count i can still say my name so i haven't been punched in the head a lot in many times. <laughs> that's always a good sign yeah. um, lastly i want to know what was it particularly that inspired you to go into the sport of boxing because I always joke and say that you kind of have to have a few screws loose to get into yeah. boxing, to take on a career where you're hit in the head for a living. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, my, I, I, maybe I have screws loose. I don't know. Uh, my dad's name is Dempsey. Uh, he's named after Jack Dempsey, the you know champion yeah. from back in the day. So he always loved boxing, couldn't box himself. Um, disability or some as a baby someone stood on his leg so one leg is smaller than the other leg uh-huh. and he introduced myself and my brother to boxing and then uh, we fell in love with boxing at a young age and and then I got to the point where I was fighting as an amateur and I was getting one fight probably got hit too many times and my dad said hey son you know you, sh- you shouldn't you should stop boxing um, uh-huh. you know if you're going to get hit a lot and I said dad it's too late you know I already love the sport got a passion for it and um you either you know support me or don't watch <laughs> so he's been a very supportive father and comes to all my fights and uh boxing blessed me because i can um you know I, I can travel the world but i can also take my parents with me everywhere they've been all over the world and they it's a it's a, it's a blessing mm-hmm. but to also be like represent new zealand the way that you have because correct me if i'm wrong but you're the first world champion out of New Zealand, correct? First world champ. I think the, there was a champion, Marcelino Masoy. I think he was a welterweight, okay. uh, Samoan fighter. But then also David Tour was very close to being a champion. I think he knocked out four world champions, but he wasn't champion himself. Right. So I'm, yeah, I'm the first heavyweight world champion. And how has the country embraced you? How was how how's that been like? They've been very supportive, and uh, they still following my career. And they're still, you know, hoping that I become a two-time world champion or unified champion. So New Zealand and Samoa have been very good to me. When when you do that, they need to make a joke to Parker Day. <laughs> if, I, if I become unified or champion. Name a, street, name a street after you, Joseph Way or Joseph Parker yeah, or, Way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or change my street name. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oscar De La Hoya did that when he lived up in Big Bear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, you know, he, he was around, he's been, he was a good fighter. He was a great fighter, actually. Yeah. 
Well, you know what? I appreciate you uh, sitting and speaking with me. I know the time difference. I'm glad it worked out because I know it's early morning there. It's going into uh, mid-afternoon here. What else? Do you have anything you want to say? Is there anything at all? Maybe a message to anybody? Just a message would be um, for everyone at this time to stay positive and stay safe. And remember, the most important thing is to have fun. Yeah. I know um, life is too short to be miserable or to be down. So even though we're in this situation, let's find the positive thing about it and, and have some fun. I completely agree with that. I'll tell you one thing. It's I felt like I've always appreciated my family a lot because I'm very close with them as well. But this is like next level, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like it really yeah. puts things into perspective and to not take a single day for granted. And I think we're living in that every single day. So if there's a lesson to be learned throughout the world, it's to, to be appreciative and grateful for the moment. Make the most of every day and uh, show appreciation. Yeah. Well, Joseph, thank you so much. And you know what? I really hope to God that we can all see each other very soon. Hopefully this year. Uh, I'd be so gutted if we don't get boxing back by this year. But, you know, safety first, first and foremost. So um, I wish you and your family safety, happiness. Continue to pump out those videos because we are all loving them. All right. I'll come to <laughs> Thank it's, you. It's very fun. It's very fun to see. Okay. Thank you, Michelle. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. All bye right. bye, fans. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.